Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. It's a really exciting episode. This week, we went number one on iTunes for my podcast in the business section, and I was overwhelmed with excitement And I want to thank you guys for subscribing, for downloading and rating. We managed to beat the likes of Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, and to see my podcast at number one was one of the best moments I can remember. So, you know, down to you guys. I want to also give a special shout out to the podcast team. That's Harry, Tom, Felicity and Bella, and also my mentor and uh, podcast host for Disruptive Entrepreneur, Rob Moore. I want to thank you guys for putting it all together and guiding me and helping me get to number one. So thank you very much, and I'm truly grateful. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about my visit. I went to meet Grant Cardone. Now, Grant Cardone is more or less a billionaire now through his um, investments in property and real estate. I've been following him for... I think six years now, and I really like his work. And when the opportunity came to meet with him in a small private meeting in London, I was so grateful to have the opportunity. I was one of the VIPs, so I got able to get close with him, meet him, shake his hand, and really get to know his insights and some great knowledge, which really, really changed certain things in my belief patterns. So what I also recommend, guys, if you have been following someone and if you have been inspired by them through their books, through their audio books or their videos, if you get the opportunity, make sure you go out and see these people because really when you meet them, you get a different perspective and the energy and it really does come across in a quite a different way. So I highly recommend you doing that. So Grant Cardin, if you don't know him, you must be hiding under a stone for the last six years. He's one of the biggest influencers in the UK, in the world He's got over 11 million followers on his social media platforms. He's got two best-selling New York best-selling books. He's got many more books. And he's a serial, serial entrepreneur. And he's an inspiration. So if you haven't checked him out, go and check him out. Check his book out, which I recommended on my list. And uh, you'll be blown away by his content. Now, I was able to, like I said, sit with him and ask him certain questions and also get the feedback. So I've created nine takeaways, which I want to share with you, which I think will bring you guys some value. I'm going to go straight into these and then just, you know, take some nuggets to information and hopefully it'll help you. So takeaway one, one of the things was I was asked, well, we were asked, could you handle 300 million pounds? So if someone gave you 300 million pounds, could you handle it? The obvious answer will be, yeah, I'll take 300 million pounds. But actually, Grant broke it down. He goes, I'm going to prove to you why 300 million pounds isn't good for you. So so let me give you an example. Now, if I was to put you in an F-116 jet, which is worth about 250 million, I think, something around that. And I said to you, right, okay, I want you to get into the plane. This is your plane. I'm going to give it to you. And now I want you to fly the plane. Would it make you uncomfortable? Of course it would, driving a plane so powerful like that. And he said, well, this is 
why 300 million will be the same problem. Because to fly an F-16, you will need years of experience, years of teachings, years of building up from smaller planes to get to that plane. It doesn't happen overnight. So if I was to give you £300 million, you wouldn't know what to do with it. You'd probably blow it. Now, the best example I can give of that is lottery winners. Now, I went back and studied the lottery winners the last 20 years. And 99% of those guys are either where they were when they won the lottery or they're worse off. And that's because they didn't have the knowledge to invest the money wisely. So in that theory, you know, the whole takeaway was, look, guys, start off small, start off doing your smaller deals. And when you get to that level where you can have that money, you'll be in a far better position to deal with it. So it's not a case of, right, I want the money now and, you know, I'm going to you know, be happy, whatever. You need to go on that journey of being able to manage that kind of money. So takeaway two, you need to be efficient in making money. What Grant meant by that was he said, look, when you make money and you've made a certain amount of money, you'll find automatically, and you'll probably see loads of people doing this, they don't want to spend it and they try and save it and they're like scared to let it go. And that's because they've not been efficient at making money. What I mean by that, what he means by that is, you haven't got a system where you're constantly making more money. So you'll make a bit, you save it, and then you try and protect it. What you should be doing is constantly looking at ways of making more money. So the money you've made, you can then invest that money without worrying about it. So takeaway two is be efficient at making money. Always be thinking about how can I generate new income? Takeaway three, you can't save yourself to success. Now, Grant talked about when his dad died. Now, his dad died, Grant was around about 10 years old and his dad had uh, quite a bit of insurance, life insurance money and had a house. And yeah, you could say that, that they were pretty well off, you know, when his dad uh, passed away. But what happened was his mum, rather than looking outwards, she was looking inwards. So she went on the protective mode where she would collect coupons. She would save every dime, every penny, and she would not be looking outwards, as in she didn't look at creating money she looked at saving money and that made him think at early age that look you can't become financially free by constantly saving even if you've got a large sum of money eventually that money will erode and you know saving coupons and looking at certain ways to save money it's not going to make you rich so you should always be looking at finding new ways to create money. So Grant gave that example and that's where he learned and he thought, right, when I get older, I want to generate money because going through like, you know, rationing and, you know, not eating or because you're worried about money is not the right way. You've got to be looking, how can I make more money so I can have the finer things? So yeah, definitely you can't save. So always be looking to invest your money wisely. Takeaway four, he says, well, the question was, you know, a lot of questions he gets asked is, how do I become successful? And Grant puts it quite simple. You know, he's 60 years old. You know, it's taken him 20 years to get where he is. Actually taken him his whole life. But, you know, the last 20 years, he's been really focused on business. And he says the knowledge is always out there. The right knowledge, you've got to put the effort to find it, read a book. And he goes, I often say to people, right, read, read a book, read this book or read that book. And they always say, well, I don't like reading. Well, then he always turns and says, well, do you like being broke? I'm feeling you can't have it. So look, to be successful, there's no shortcuts. You've got to put the effort in. You've got to try things. You've got to read books. You've got to take action. You've got to get the right knowledge. 
and put in the hard work. There's no easy way and he's a prime example of that. So takeaway five, knowledge is right and it's wrong. If someone gave you the knowledge, the right knowledge is really powerful. But what was interesting, Grant was saying, was the wrong knowledge is powerful as well. What he kind of explained was, look, if you get the wrong knowledge, that is powerful, but in a negative way. It's powerful because it will bring you down. So if you've got some certain thought patterns or you've got a certain way of thinking and it's been in your mind for years and years and years, that has got power as well because that's going to control your thoughts. So as well as getting the right knowledge, be aware that you may have the wrong knowledge and look to change because wrong knowledge is just as powerful. Takeaway six. Now, Grant talks about, and um, we talk about entrepreneurs and how entrepreneurs becoming a lot more fashionable but now. A lot of people are doing it, but he actually thinks, and I, t- I agree with him to a certain extent, is it's not an entrepreneur, it's a solopreneur. So what he means by that is people are just going on their own, setting a business and a lot of time being lonely. And there was a post in one of the Facebook groups that says, you know, how do you deal with being lonely as an entrepreneur? Well, Grant says, well, you shouldn't be. You should be looking at making partnerships, working with people, taking on staff if you can, building your business around a team because a solo entrepreneur is not really going to get you where you want to be. So when you're thinking about entrepreneur, think about how you can build a team eventually around your business. Now, if you're starting off and you haven't got the money to expand out, think about you know outsourcing certain things or taking on partners that can help you build your business. So take away six, money is everything. We hear a lot about this thing that money isn't everything, you know, health is wealth and you hear a lot of that and you think yeah that's that's got some meaning but we're talking to Grant and Grant just says it straight money is oxygen it is everything and he says he challenges people who say well money isn't everything okay then well Grant talks about his law okay when you want to go to um, a theatre, you've got to pay for it. You need money. If you want to have food, you need money. If you want to have electricity, you need money. If you want a roof over your head, you need money. If you're ill, you need help with the doctors. We've got NHS here, but in the US, you, you need money. What is more important than money? Nothing. Money is everything. Money is auction. So the sooner we start accepting that, look, money is everything and having that as a highest priority, then the better we will be off. So, you know, you've got to get that kind of money is really important. Takeaway seven. Now, I was a keen believer of this, and this is why going with Grant, I kind of got a bit of understanding. You know, I was led to believe in a lot of books I've read that you are who you associate with and you are the average of the five people you spend around you. Now, Grant says, well, if that is the case, I spend time with my wife, and uh, my two daughters on my jet when they're traveling around and uh, his assistant, Ryan or Jared. And he says, well, if that was the case, then I'd be, there'd be a problem because the kids ain't earning no revenue either. So he said, that's, again, another myth. Sometimes we've read and we believe and then we're trying to find out, the, find these great five people who we can associate with them. Yeah, if we get with these guys, they're going to make us wealthy. Well, that's never the case. You know, you've got to deal with it yourself. Now, what he did say was, look, you can have people to help bring you up and they might not be wealthy, but they can have other skills as well. So you don't really need to have these five, four successful people to calculate what they're earning and you're going to be the average. No, no, no. You've got to really 
focus on yourself. And you know, Grant's an example. He's got his daughters and his wife and his assistant around, and he's he's a billionaire more or less. So, you know, if he's saying that, I, I'd listen to it. Take away eight. You should talk to strangers. Now, this is an interesting topic because I've got young children and so is Grant. And I think basically what we should do is, as a society, is we do get told you shouldn't talk to strangers. And um, Grant was challenged about this on one of his talks that he did. And he explained an example when he spoke to one of the guys in the audience. And they were saying, yeah, but you children shouldn't talk to strangers. And the thing is, what Grant's trying to say, which I agree with him now, is everybody is a stranger. So my wife was a stranger. If you're not married and you're looking to get married, you will get married to a stranger. A customer is a stranger. Your best friend was a stranger. Everything that we want is in the hands of a stranger. So if you always think, oh, I'm not going to talk to that person, I'm not going to do this, and you're so inwards, how are you going to expand? We should get out the mind frame. Once we're at an age where you know we can control ourselves and when we get older, probably out of like school, you should be communicating and thinking, well, everybody has got some value and I'm going to talk to them and see what they've got because everyone's got a story and everyone's got you know a message and an opportunity and like you said it could be someone of real value it could be your partner you're talking to Grant discussed the fact the media just put this mindset and so does you know when we teach when we taught that strangers are bad but really think about it everyone you meet is a stranger so go out there talk to people yes you're gonna get people that are not very nice but, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot more nice people than not so nice. So and you need to meet people and grow. So, you know, I take that on board. I fully get it. I like the way Grant ex- explained the fact that, you know, the closest people to us at the moment were once strangers. Takeaway nine, don't do what you love. Follow the money. Interesting topic. You get a lot of people that will say, look, do what you love, be passionate and it doesn't feel like work. And I have a theory, well, Grant's theory was exactly similar to mine, because when I started business, I went to an industry which was profitable and I wanted to make money. And I w- was I in love with it? No. But, you know, at the end of the day, I knew that if I could do that, then I could do the things I love. Now, with Grant, he says the same, and I fully agree with him. There's no point doing something you're passionate about that doesn't make you money, because that's going to make you demotivated and you're going to hate what you're passionate about in the first place so you actually lose the love that you're that you really like so if you love what you do and you can monetize it and make money from it that's the ultimate however nine times out of ten you can't and the problem is you're doing something because you love it and you're hoping that it will monetize nine times out of ten it won't so you shouldn't really do what you love you should do what will make you money. What you know, what makes you money? Now, Grant is big into uh, training and obviously property, and he knows assets, properties, assets. So, at the end of the day, does he love property? Probably not. But does he know he's secure and he makes a lot of money? Yeah, he does. So, and does it allow him to buy a jet so he can travel around the world? Yes, it does. You know, if you like golf, and you know, he played golf every day but didn't make any money, then he won't be where he is today. So I think that's, again, uh, a quite a good tip. So if you're looking to start a business and you're passionate about something, make sure you split the passion and the business side, split it in like two different sectors, yeah? Will your passion make money? 
And if the answer is no, then keep that as a passion and focus on something that will make money. There's plenty of opportunities. Now, Grant talks about the money's already out there. There's plenty of money. And uh, like he laughed around, if, if there isn't, then the government will print it. Now, we know in 2008, the recession, the government printed thousands and millions or billions or whatever it was of money just to keep the economy going. So the money's out there. You just got to find a way of getting it. So look, I hope them nine takeaways gave you some insights into my sort of meeting, group meeting with Grant Cardone. I hope that brought you some value. I, I, I did some great stuff there, you know, some stuff that I knew, but then when you meet him, you get a different take on it. And I want to share that with you guys so you get an idea of what it was like when I was with Grant. You know, Grant's an inspiration. I like the guy. He's still hustling hard. He's 60 going on 25. He's pranking. He's doing lots of things. But most of all, he's a business guy. He's got a good heart. And he really wants everyone to be successful because, you know, he's he's financially free. He doesn't do for the money no more. He's now all about changing people's lives. And he does a, a card own capital, which allows you to see his growth and see what he's doing. Look, thank you for joining me again. Again, look, it's exciting for me because I wanted to really share this with you and also say thank you for getting me to iTunes number one. You know, I'm blown away. I want to keep this podcast going. Thank you for the kind comments. I'll be getting emails. I'll be getting Facebook messages. I'll be getting Instagram. It's been inundated. And uh, really, guys, you know, all I can do is put it out there and the feedback's been good and I'm glad you liked it. If you've got any questions, you can always get me at j at businessmentorpodcast.com. I'm uh, available there all the time. Or you can get me on my social media. My Instagram's jdillonuk. So is my Facebook. Get me on them platforms. If you've got any questions, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode or meeting you on the next episode. Until then, take care. Have a great day. And uh, thank you so much. <laughs>